the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salomon. For the next two hours, we're going to be talking about cars and RVs and tires and oil. And my husband says this and my wife's dad says that and all those kinds of things. All you have to do is give us a call. I'm really good at settling arguments between husbands and wives or husbands and sons or husbands and their dads or whatever. This is not a cooking show. I don't even know how what temperature to boil hot dogs at, although I suspect boil is over 200. Nevertheless, it's a car show. So if you have an RV or if you're thinking about an RV, you're t- t- thinking about a bumper pull or a gooseneck or a fifth wheel hitch, what kind of truck you pull, that kind of stuff, what kind of tires should I buy for my RV? Because, you know, this is the end of the season up north where I'm at today is in Payson. And, um, but that doesn't mean you can't cap year-round because there's a whole lot of trailers on their way up here, man, motorhomes alike, every Friday afternoon. And on this Labor Day weekend, it started on Thursday. And so it got pretty backed up. But nevertheless, it's a small price to pay for being able to wake up in the morning and having 20, 30, 40 elk in your pasture with your horses. And right now, the, it's, the time is the rut. And so the boys are wheezing and moaning for the girls and there's lots of noise going on all night long and you'd like to sleep with your windows open but the noise is unbelievably loud and as a result of that you don't leave your windows open if you live and this morning I woke up and there's it's gosh what better life would it be one giant bull and five female cows and three yearlings and so and he was just really comfortable he was eating and the girls were watching for him and uh, and of course hunting season starts the first of the year and everybody's gone at that point but from now for the next month and a half or so it's called the rut that's not car related stuff but you're welcome to give us a call on a car related stuff 602-508-0960 jeremy fire up your microphone Folks, Jeremy and I started. Well, Jeremy was here long before. When did you start with KKNT? Oh, man. I mean, I had hair back in the day. I think it was like 17 years ago. Okay. So, would you remember my first show and you were my board? Um, I do, I do. Um, do you remember what month it was? <laughs> what year? It was March, and I'm going to say it was 2011 ish. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it was early, the first quarter of of 2011, and uh, you were my first board op, and and it was it was really a marriage made in heaven because both of us, um, we just you taught me what I needed to know. I didn't teach you anything other than how to explain to the brass that Mark said something on Saturdays he shouldn't have. 
Do you remember being in, in the uh, in the office every once in a while? I do. I remember writing an email. So Mark said this on today's show. <laughs> And you may hear about it, and it is true. <laughs> so, but, you know, I've been there, well, since 2011, so I, I'm coming up on two years, or ten, 10 years, 11 years. And um, I, I've I've only been called once, and it, that was the question. Did you really say, da-da-da, yes, sir, I did. Okay, try to avoid that subject. Yes, sir, I will. Click. That was it. That, that, was, that it. was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, and, and no problem. Technically... We have been married at the hip. My equipment talks to your equipment. Your equipment talks to my equipment. And folks won't believe it, but I call you. We touch base on the phone um, five, ten minutes before the show starts, and we coordinate our clocks. And so if you look at yours, it says 1008, 29, 30, 31, 32. How close are we? We are exactly in sync, sir. Okay. And, And so that's what you and I do before the show. So when you say... Mark, take a break at 17, 17 minutes after the hour. Then Mark will do his best to hit that mark somewhere. <laughs> Get but, close enough, you know? Exactly. And, and then the clock, so to speak, 17 is my first break, and that's a fuzzy break. So nobody cares if I go 16 or 17 or 18. But 30, 30 on the bottom of the hour is a hard break. Now, you're not supposed to miss that. But I'll tell you what, the other day I missed one for the first time ever, and Gil covered up seven seconds. And it was amazing that he was able to do that. It was seamless all the way through. Are you still there? We lose you. I am sorry. I had to jump on a call. One of the callers oh, called in. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway, and then, so 30 is a hard one, and then the next break's at 40. That's fluffy. It can be 39, 40, 41. And then the 58, 50 is the big dog. 58 minutes, 50 seconds. Mark's got to say his last word before it goes 51 seconds. But I learned most of that from you and Gil. So I wanted to thank you in front of everybody that if they like the show, it has a lot to do, if not everything, to do with your training and Gil's training over the last 11 years. So yeah, thank and you. nothing to do with your knowledge on cars and being a great host, but I'll take it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> knowledge of cars is one thing, but doing radio, a car mechanic doing radio and hitting all of his marks and not getting in a whole lot of trouble when my mouth typically has no filter anyway, then that's that's quite an honor. I've only been called once or twice, and that was it. And, and, I, and I didn't even get any suspension days, so... Anyway, yeah, you're doing, your record's pretty clean at this point. It is. It is. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question. Uh, RV, should I get a bumper pull? Should I get a gooseneck? How many axles should I get? How many rooms? How many slides? What's the upside? What's the downside? Um, so forth and so on. Or I want to go into an RV and what's a good chassis and what's a good motor and what's a good generator. Those are things that uh, we're on the cusp of and there may be something that you want to sell. Nevertheless, car questions, 602-508-0960. Action Auto Supply, or Action Auto Supply, Action Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom and I have been friends since 1983. I know him well. I know that he has principles. I know he knows right from wrong. And I know that no technician, whether how green they are or how grisly they are, is going to be able to tell him that what they did was right when he knows it wasn't right and the car came back on a tow truck. That happens to all of us intermittently. But Tom knows right from wrong, and he has ASC certified technicians. They do the job right. They're well experienced, and they've been tested in their experience. So when you're a master, you've passed all eight automotive tests, 
and you have to recertify every couple of years. So it's important to understand that when we invest in our employees' educational certificates, it's because it benefits us at you and us um, a lot. So Action Auto's I-17 in Deer Valley is a great place to start. Jeremy, you got any callers? Yes, he does. He no, we're st- I'm just giving him. He wants the uh, the name of uh, Salem Boys Auto so he can take his car in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we, we rarely say the name of my shop because it's not really, this is not what the show's about. And, and, and it's telling lots of other people. But, yes, we have a shop, and we've been in Tempe since 1979. And, uh, but but this, isn't, this isn't what it's about. It's about you. It's about your car. And when you call in, and if you have an unhappy circumstances, please don't mention the name of the shop. You can just say, I have a shop in Mesa, or you have a shop in Chandler, or a shop in Tempe, or something like that. And we're welcome. I'm welcome. If if you want to discuss your particular issue, I'm happy to do that with you and perhaps give you some advice in the dispute resolution process. That's something I've been in my whole life. I have arbitrated and mediated for Ford, for General Motors, for Honda and Toyota, Chrysler. I've sat on boards on all of those different car makers. Um, I've done a lot of work on the manufacturer side of the auto repair industry. Um, I've also been a proponent of ASE, which is the Automotive Service Excellence Group, National Institute of Automotive Service Excellence, and that's where we as technicians take very difficult tests to measure our ability against the rest of the industry. I'm proud to tell you that I've been an ASE Master Technician since 1991. What that means is, is there are eight automotive tests, and in order for you to be master, you have to pass all eight of them. Now, you can just be a master technician in electrical. You can be a master technician in front end and suspension, air conditioning, climate controls. You can pick a part of a car and just be an ASC certified technician. But to be an ASC certified master technician, you got to pass all eight. Now, the real benefit is there does come a time in your life where you become emeritus or retired and you don't have to take the test anymore, which is really kind of good because it's not really an easy test and it takes forever to take all the tests you can be in a high school gymnasium with along with hundreds of other guys and women and uh, and be taken test after test after test after test so after a while they give you emeritus status which means you're retired and you don't have to take the test anymore and unless they yank your certifications cuz you're an idiot and or, and or you are found guilty by the law for you know, embezzling money from your customers or something like that, then uh, chances are you'll keep your master forever. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Car repair is difficult, and what's really important on the car repair is is that you ladies, you give us the symptoms, which you always do anyway. Try to avoid asking husband to tell us how to fix the car because he's no better at that than we are if we were blindfolded and had plugs in our ears. The fact of the matter is, is we want symptoms. The ladies will come in and say, in the morning, um, when I start my car, the steering wheel just doesn't feel right. And within about five or six blocks, the steering wheel feels better. What do you mean by better and not right? It's just real cumbersome. It's just this. It's just that. The husband will bring the car in and tell us to, to align the car. Two separate issues. The alignment, he thinks that he's going to fix her problem with the alignment, but in reality, she has a rack and pinion problem. The power steering is coming and going, and the last one we fixed just the other day was the bell was bad. <laughs> so, 
all we did is put, well, take all the belts off, put new belts on it. But the belt looked like a shoelace. It was worn so bad. And in the morning when the lady started it up, she had no power steering until we got the belt hot, until it had slipped enough to start being sticky. So she brought it in and said, you know, I have this real tough steering wheel technician it took exactly 11 seconds for the technician to figure this out because he's going to open the hood he's going to reach for the dipstick cap on the power steering and right there's the belt and he looks at the belt and it looks like a shoelace and it look, should look like a v-belt a fan belt a brand new belt so he just calls service and says call her up bid her all of the belts there's four of them let's do all of them at the same time and that will fix her power steering and that was it so those are the kinds of, th- those technicians exist all over the valley. Those guys that can open the hood, check the fluid, and see the belt, boom, we're done. But it's a little bit more difficult when you have a car that's intermittently doing something. But not too long ago, my daughter told me um, about a repair that she and, and my son had taken at our shop. And it had to do with a, a Ford Explorer that had 100,000 miles that had kind of a hiccup as it drove along. Just kind of a miss. Well, at 100,000 miles, you're supposed to change the spark plugs. And the customer came in and said, we want you to change the spark plugs. So we did. But the customer came back and said, it's still doing it. And we looked at the paperwork, and the response was, is, we weren't there to fix anything. You instructed us to change the spark plugs. You didn't tell us about any symptoms. We wish you would have, but you didn't. So at the end of the day, what was going on was is had a, it had a torque converter, a transmission torque converter, so it was going in and out of fifth gear. So it would go in and out of fifth gear, into fifth gear, out of fifth gear, into fifth gear. And, and we're going to call that overdrive, too, just the benefit of, of talking. So as, you, as it does that, it creates a misfire kind of feel. So we added some special lotion that we use to the car, and it helps us diagnose it if this is something really bad or if just a little bit of cleanup on the inside will work. We put this in there, and it worked. Within a week, it stopped hunting, and the lockup stopped going lockup, unlock, lockup, unlock, overdrive, no overdrive, that kind of stuff. Then we pull the pan. We want to look and see what kind of metal and stuff's in the pan, and the pan is clean. So then we find out that the lady that drives it just typically goes to the grocery store and to the doctor's and to her kid's house, and so it's not really on the freeway a lot. So we send somebody down the freeway about 25 miles in lockup and back. We give her the car. It's been fixed since then. We didn't replace the transmission. We did replace the spark plugs because they were simply due, and it looked like spark plugs at the beginning, but it turned out to be nothing more than we needed a little bit of transmission conditioner in the transmission to get it to stop going into lockup and then out of lockup, back and forth. 602-508-0960. Brandon Tatum doesn't see a fair fight. Why didn't we politicize the federal government and attack Hillary Clinton and all of the Democrats going after Nancy Pelosi? We, we, you know, it's funny because I get it that we trying to play fair, but, but but how are you gonna play fair in a rigged game? Why are you trying to play by the rules and the other side they didn't set the rules on fire and, and, and threw it off a building? The Officer Tatum Show weeknights at eight on Intelligent Talk nine sixty, The Patriot. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. 
We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you, too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight, too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Well, welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour and 40 minutes, we're talking about cars, your car, your motor home. And we can take questions from just about every aspect of that. And if I don't know, I'll tell you I don't know, but chances are I can guide you to somebody who does know. I'll give you a good example. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts from the old cars in the 50s and 60s, the Power Glides, the Chryslers, the Fords, all the way up to the new electronic 5-speed, 6-speed, 7-speeds, 8-speeds, and all computer-controlled. They got it. So if you live in Central Phoenix, or anywhere for that matter, 40th Street in Washington is Automatic Transmission Exchange. It's where we refer people with transmission problems to, and I think that uh, you're best served there. 
there's lots of transmission shops in town, but oftentimes the people there don't have the depth of experience that Phil has in his shop. And like I said, he's been doing this for 50 and 60 years. The fundamentals of an automatic transmission haven't changed. We're going to use fluid or vacuum or RPM to change a gear. And we're going to look at the speed of the car. We're going to look at the tachometer. We're going to see how many people are in the car, whether the car's going uphill or downhill, and the throttle of the car, the right foot of the driver. The computer will then make a decision based on all of that. Oh, we're going up a hill, and he's starting to lose speed, and I'm going to take him from fourth gear to third gear. And then the, the consumer that's got the steering wheel in hand doesn't even know it's coming. Boom, all of a sudden it, the transmission downshifts. That's because Jarvis, the computer, had made that happen. Well, a long time ago we didn't have computers, but today we just use computers and solenoids to make that happen. So, automatic transmission exchange. Put that on your, your place for transmission repair, fluid changes, leaks, any kind of problem you have. When it comes time to talk about taking your car into the shop, it's really important that that you do just exactly that in the sense and when you talk to them and what's really neat if you just write it down what's really neat is if you give us a piece of paper and say when I'm driving um, to work every day the car pulls to the right and um, if I let go it'll change lanes in about five or six or seven car links now on my way home it doesn't do that and so can you check that out that's just wonderful information for us. Obviously, we want to know what road you're going on. In this particular case, the gentleman was on the freeway on the way to work, and on the way home, he was taking a surface street. And here's the difference. The surface streets are, are kind of crowned because we want the water to run off the edges of the street, of the roadway, into the curbs. That's So there's more of a crown, more of a bump on a city street. On the highway, it's pretty doggone flat. We're going down the road pretty fast. Everybody's splashing water off the roadway. The roadway doesn't have a lot of pot, you know, pots of water, holes of water, dishes of water. So there's a big difference. So in his particular case, what we did is we checked the alignment real quick, and the alignment was perfect. So then we asked him about where he went, and we said, just change your way to work or on your way home. Maybe flip the two the two streets and see what happens. And he calls back and he goes, yeah, it went the opposite way. And we said, okay, there's nothing really we can do. The car is in perfect alignment. The tires are wearing perfectly. Um, it's really a matter of that you're using two diametrically different roads with different surfaces. Not surfaces, but crowns. One of them is more flat and one of them is more crowned. And that's what's causing the car to drift to one way or the other. And a lot of times you can change lanes on the city street and get closer to the center and the pull goes away because the center of a four-lane city street is the flattest part of the roadway. And then we crown to the right and crown to the left with water. That's kind of how it works. So when you talk about transmissions, that's what Phil does. And when you talk about uh, alignments, um, that's what we do. Anyway, when you take your car in, it always is your, in your best interest to write down what you want them to do and why. Because... And, tell, and the why is more important. I want you to replace my spark plugs and replace all my wires and my distributor cap and my rotor. We want to know why because here's the deal. If we don't know why, we change all of that and then you or your husband comes back and says, well, it's still doing it. And you say, still doing what? There's nothing on the paperwork. There's no note that went with the car. 
What do you mean it's still? Well, it's still it's just still chugging. Okay. Well, who decided to put spark plugs in it? Well, we told you to put plugs in it. Okay. Well, that's kind of that's called a diagnosis, and I'm not responsible for that. So, with all due respect, um, if you're asking me to refund you the money on your spark plug because your repair guess was not correct, I'm not going to do that. But I will work harder now to try to find out what your problem is. And and the reason for that is, is because we need to communicate. You and I need to talk. So, ladies, more than anything else, write down a note and then just put down, you can call me at work, here's my phone number, here's my extension number, call me on my cell or whatever. Or you can put down, like a lot of ladies do, just call my husband. <laughs> and that's fine. Because we're going to put somebody on the phone that knows how to handle that, ask the right questions. I can't tell you how many times we do tune-ups because the air conditioning system is a half a pound low on Freon. When you drive down the road, the Freon, because it's a little low, will cycle the compressor on and off, which is exactly the same feel as an engine miss. So people say, oh, it needs a tune-up. So they bring it in, we put in spark plugs, it doesn't fix it. So then we say, try this. Next time it happens and you think it's misfiring, turn the air conditioning off and leave it off for about 10 minutes and see if the noise or the the feeling, that surging feeling, that choppy feeling comes back. And then they call and go, yeah, no, no, it's 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 gone. Okay, well, let's service your air conditioning system instead of changing your spark plugs. That's kind of how it works. There's there's lots of good shops in the Valley. You can go to MarkSalem.com and look at the best car repair shops list. All these guys are gray-haired guys. All these guys know right from wrong. All these men and women and wives and husbands who own repair shops that are on my list of the best shops, they know the difference. They know what to do and they know what not to do. And and I'm proud to tell you that I might get one complaint a year on 30 or 40 or 50 different repair shops that I, I refer you to. And m- most of the time, um, we come to a satisfactory uh, agreement with the customer and the shop. And many, many times the shop will uh, will offer some kind of incentive. If they If they made a mistake, they're going to raise their hand and fix it. That's all there is to it. But if it's still, you know, we don't know what it is and it's coming and going, the shop says, you will continue to just work for with you to try to find that problem. And I'm pretty proud of that because what they're saying is, is we didn't fix it, but we never did try to fix it. And there's nothing on your bare bill that says we tried to fix it. You said, thought it was the spark plugs. We put spark plugs in it, but we really didn't know that you were trying to fix a problem and the spark plugs didn't do it. Those are the kinds of things. When it comes to oil, th- th- there's just lots of um, of old guys, gray-haired guys, just like me, that talk about all kinds of stuff. But when we do, we'll come back, back in a minute. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The election is fast approaching. We'll look at key races in the battle for control of the 50-50 Senate. Herschel Walker in Georgia. The people of Georgia need a representative in Washington, which we don't have that right now. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. 
I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile. So a lot of, as you can well imagine, car discussions are part of my life. Everywhere I go, it usually ends up in what kind of oil do you use or this or that or something like that. But let me let me just e- help explain to you this, the new oils that we have. And, and I can do that in a real simple way. Then you'll, you'll really grasp it. The old days, we had conventional oil. Conventional oil started in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. And it really got going at about the 80s. We started going into synthetics and some others. But for the first, gosh... 40 or 50 years, we had what we called a conventional oil. And you all will remember that we changed it every 3,000 miles. You all will remember that the oil change specials, which was the five quarts of oil, filter, and the labor, 
were nine ninety nine. <laughs> you will all remember that because that's the way it was. So it, it, about nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty one, somewhere around there, Mobile One kind of came out of the woodwork with Mobile One, and that was a synthetic oil. So let me just tell you some fundamentally fundamental differences between the two. The the old oil will turn to a tar at somewhere around 230, 240 degrees. So if you get your needle in your, air, in your cooling system up in the red zone, the oil's going to just turn to a tar. Synthetic burns up at 500 degrees. So there's a huge difference between the old oil and the new oil when they turn from a liquid to a solid on the hot side. Now let's look at the cold side. The old oils would hardly pull out, pour out of the can. It was like can. It was like pouring molasses out of a of a beaker that had been in the freezer forever. <laughs> and you, so, at at probably fifteen twenty degrees below zero, conventional oil was just jello. The new synthetics they are as good at three hundred five hundred degrees as they are. At 60 below zero, they're still fluid. So there's a much wider area of protection. And there's a much, and, and the safety. So if you take a mobile one, for instance, just as a synthetic, because just one off the top of my head, it'll turn to a tar at about 500 degrees, but your motor's toast at 250 anyway. It doesn't make any difference that that oil will not go from a liquid to a tar at 500, because your motor's gone at 250, 300 for sure. So, and believe me, I've seen them come in where the plastic valve covers are melted, are melted. So somebody just kept driving it, radio was turned up real loud, nobody was looking at the gauges, and they just drove drove it into the ground. So there's also a lubricity issue with you put your hands together like you're praying. Now rub them fast apart from one another like this. Okay, that's your motor running. The conventional oils used a lot of additives to accomplish lots of stuff, but a, a full synthetic oil is just a, a purer oil, and its, its lubricity and its slipperiness is really well documented. So you're going to get better fuel economy with a synthetic than you are a conventional. And then we throw in the middle a semi-synthetic, and you know what, what the deal is with semi-synthetic? Well, no one really knows because none of them will tell you they call it a semi-synthetic, and so it can be 10% synthetic, 90% conventional oil. Does that make sense to you? Because <laughs> no one knows. We would assume it would be 50-50. They took a synthetic oil, which is the premium, and we took 50%, and then we took 50% of conventional, and we put them together. That's not true either. They, they, no one will tell you, and they'll laugh at my analogies about, well, it's 50-50, but it's not. But a semi-synthetic has an oil change interval of 7,500 miles. A full synthetic goes from 10 to 20,000 miles, depending on your owner's manual. And a conventional oil is 3 to 5,000 miles. So conventional, 3 to 5. Then you've got semi-synthetic from 5 to 7,500. And then a synthetic from 7,500 all the way up to 20,000 miles. A lot of old guys and a lot of people are scared to death of going 15,000 miles on a synthetic oil. You don't have to be. If your car doesn't drink oil, you don't have to be. 
What you do have to do is check your oil every once in a while because people forget to do that. They don't do that today. When was the last time you pulled into a self-serve gas station and somebody had the dipstick and a rag in their hand? You never see that. But the idea is, is if you're going to go 10 to 20,000 miles on synthetic oil, you've got to check the oil every once in a while. and gets below the ad mark. But, but the good news is this, too. The newer model cars, if they run out of oil pressure, they shut the motor off. So you're driving down the road, and then the, the engine and the computer talk, and they go, I don't have much oil in here. I don't have any oil pressure. I don't have any oil pressure. And the computer will flip the switch for your fuel, shut the engine off. You'll coast to the side of the road, and therefore you don't have to buy a $4,000 engine. Or in some cases, the engines are $25,000, and that's installed, by the way. Those are the kinds of issues that you have, but that's the difference between conventional oil, the old days, semi-synthetic, it's called a blend, and then a full synthetic. Those are the difference. We'll be right back. Mike Gallagher wants us to prepare. We have a battle ahead of us. We have turmoil in America. We've got to be ready to fight, not physically, but at the ballot box with ideas, with logic, with wisdom, with clarity. I know this. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. If we don't have a base in the black and Latino community, we can't branch out. You've got to have a strategy, and that's at least my strategy. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. From executive producer Larry Elder. The first conscious act in organizing our people is to let them know who they are. Comes the highly anticipated film from director Justin Malone. If you think you're an American, you will fight to protect the interests of capitalist America. An eye-opening expose on the demoralization of America. If you know you ain't no American, you'll fight to destroy every aspect of American capitalism. Rioting, burning, and looting began. Watch the film that is waking people up. A cinematic page-turner. Mind-blowing. Excellent. Eye-opening. A masterpiece. A sequel that stands on its own. Uncle Tom Part 2. An American Odyssey. Available on Salem Now. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. 
she masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Um, uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602 508 960. I'll do that again for you. My eyes left too soon. 602-508-0960. We have four lines open. Henry's on one of them. And you're welcome to call if you have any comments or questions. I'm going to talk to Henry, and then after I talk with Henry, I'm going to tell you about somebody bought a new car, and they were told that as a very special reward, special reward, that you can come in, and we want you to come in every 3,000 miles for a free oil change. Okay? As a special reward. 3,000-mile oil change. I'll tell you what I think about that idea. Anyway, Henry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I tried a product called K-Seal. It was kind of a last-ditch last effort to keep from taking my car to the junkyard. Okay. And so I put it in there, and I let the engine idle in the garage for about a half an hour, and it, it didn't overheat. So I, I got to thinking, well, this stuff actually works. But then I took it out for a drive around the block, and within 10 minutes it overheated. I mean, what? why would it be cool in the garage and then overheat while I'm driving it? Well, what were you trying to fix? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I had it to a shop, and they died of bad head gaskets. Okay. Okay. Well, a bad head gasket means that the cylinder is going to inhale coolant because the head gasket is the border between coolant on one side and cylinder on the other. So every time the piston comes down in the cylinder, instead of drawing air through the air system of the motor, it's going to suck coolant into the cylinder. When the coolant gets into the cylinder, it turns to a steam. And then on the, on the exhaust stroke, when the piston goes back up, all that steam goes out the tailpipe. So that's that's not how you're supposed to use K Seal. That's just not how you're supposed to use it. Um, okay. I would I would strongly suggest that you flush out everything you've got. Just put water back in it is fine. And I would strongly mm-hmm. suggest that you follow the direction on it because K Seal, uh, our our experience with K Seal, we are a big fan of K Seal, and I think Great. it's Great. fair to say that ninety six percent of the cars that we properly service with K-Seal um, are success- we successfully plug and stop the leak at the head gasket. Now, assuming it's a head gasket leak, I don't know if you've had anybody drop a camera down a spark plug hole to make sure that the head gasket is the problem. It's not necessarily going to fix a bad intake gasket. It's not necessarily going to fix the cracked cylinder wall. It won't fix the cracked cylinder wall, but it just depends. 
part of the process is, and, and we don't put KCO in people's cars unless they do the whole process. So you take the car, and you first of all, you do a l- bunch of pressure testing to find out where the heck the water's going. So we fill the cooling system with water, and we pressure test it cold. We pressure test it normally warm. And then we take it up to about 210, the motor up to 210, 220 degrees, and then we check it again. So after we do all of that, then we put the proper amount of KCO in it. We go drive the car for exactly that many miles on the freeway. So if we need to go for 30 minutes, then we drive 15 miles down and 15 miles back. I forget what the directions say. And then we've been very successful. KCO is a good product, but unless you follow the directions, you're not going to get the results that you want. But I, I can't answer the, the question. Canvas? Okay. Go ahead. Right. No, go ahead. The, the cam that I bought, it didn't it didn't say anything about driving on the freeway and all that stuff. So what, what color was the cam? It was purple and orange. Okay. Yeah, orange is KCO. Okay. All right. Well, um, I've been wrong before, and if that's the case, uh, I, I'm wrong now. But um, in your particular case, um, I wouldn't have done it the way you did it. We don't let it sit in the driveway. And then when okay. you went out, you you overheated because because you had a whole bunch of water going into the cylinder, and the cylinder was sending that water as steam out the tailpipe. So basically, you had a small faucet on your cooling system, and you were just dribbling water out the tailpipe as you drove around, and sooner or later, it's going to overheat. Okay, I got it. I got so, you. Okay. So do your do your best, and and if there's any questions, maybe call the one eight hundred K Seal, and ha- tell them say I want to know exactly step by step what you want me to do, and follow their direction. Okay. Yep, I'll do that. Thank you. Okay, again. Henry. You betcha. You betcha. Bye All righty, and um, you know it's it's a difficult thing. Um, the head gasket to fix the head gasket even a four-cylinder car, a V6 car, or a, an eight-cylinder with two heads on it, and a V6 with two heads on it, that bill can be two or $3,000. So when you have a head gasket that's failed and it's been properly diagnosed, and I would say at least 50% of the head gaskets have been improperly diagnosed, there's lots of shops out there that are capable of doing it. But people will hear from their neighbors, oh, it's a head gasket. Then, they'll have, then the neighbor will say, do this. And all of a sudden, we go on this big, long journey with no end in sight, and we're taking every tributary of every Tom, Dick, and Harry's idea who's ever graced the inside of an auto zone. Those are the kinds of questions and, and problems that you're going to have. Um, so it's, it's, it's important. Uh, I, I'm going to talk to you real quick. There was somebody that bought a new car, and they were told that, that part of the package on the new car was they get to come in, they get the honor of coming in every 3,000 miles. We're going to do an oil change, and we're going to check your car over good. So is that a good idea or not? What do you think? Talk it over with your wife. Okay, let me tell you what I think. First of all, a new car doesn't do oil changes at 3,000 miles. The new car is going to have a 7,500 to 10,000, 12,000, or 15,000-mile oil change interval. Most of you drive 15,000 miles a year. I would suggest you do your oil changes at the beginning of the summer. So in most of your cases, April or May, you do your oil change, you go through summer with fresh oil. But most of you drive 15,000 miles a year or less, and if you're going to do a synthetic oil change, and it's synthetic oil that came with the car, and you can always vary. You can buy a synthetic oil, or you can buy one from Mobile or Haviland or Chevron or, or Shell or Phillips 66. It doesn't make any difference. A synthetic is a synthetic. So the idea is is that you, you can put it in there, but you're not going to change it at 3,000 miles. I think, in my opinion, and you can argue with me all you want, 
This is an opportunity. We've lost a whole lot of service in your car because right now all the fluids are 100,000 miles. So cooling system, power steering, transmission, differential, brake fluid, all of that, we used to do at 30, 60, and 90 services. And if we didn't get you at 30, we'd get you at 60. And if we didn't get you at 60, we'd get you at 90. Well, now they're all at 100,000 miles. They're all of them. And so we've lost all that work. So if you're going to just buy a new car and you have synthetic oil and you don't drive more than 15,000 miles a year, you're only going to do an oil change once a year. That's all you're going to do. If you want to do two, go ahead. Who cares? But the idea is, is I think this is a, it's a called an RCO, okay? <laughs> RCO, a reoccurring sales opportunity. That's exactly what it is. If you come in every 3,000 miles, we're going to be able, oh, oh, gosh darn it, you need belts and hoses. Oh, your windshield wipers are not flapping really good. Oh, we're going to put some gasoline treatment in it so your injectors are going to love you more. Oh, your transmission, it's got a little bit of burnt smell to it, so we're going to add this additive that's $22 a gallon to your transmission. That's what it is, a reoccurring sales opportunity. All of us understand that because of synthetic oils, we are not going to see you every 3,000 miles anymore. We're going to see you 10 to 15,000 mile intervals. Every one of my 38,000 customers that we have at our shop, we look at their annual mileage and then we'll use an oil that fits their annual mileage and we're going to bring them in in April or May and change the oil so they go through the summertime with fresh oil. And we do like a lot of other shops in town. So the idea is, is Whose best interest does your service people have first, theirs or yours? And there's plenty of shops out there that have their interest in front of yours, and there's plenty of shops out there that have your interest in front of theirs. But you'll know about the reoccurring sales opportunities. But in the last three or four years, maybe even five years, the cars that are coming out in the owner's manual, the fluids, the five big fluids, the five big money maker fluids, those are going to be at 100,000 miles. And many of you only drive five, 6,000 miles a year. So if you drive 6,000 miles a year, it's going to take you quite a while to hit 100,000 miles. <laughs> and, and, and that's important. So please look at your owner's manual find out what your owner's manual says and don't be afraid that you're at a repair shop and, and they come out and they go, Mr. Salem, we, we, we changed your own your car and stuff, but there, you just missed a lot of stuff. And here's a list of some stuff that we need to do and they're all fluids because those are really highly profitable fluid thingies. And here's some stuff. Da, 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 da. And then you say, you know what? I, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Let me go get my owner's manual and and, and so I can dog ear those pages. And that ain't never going to happen because they're going to think of an excuse why they don't want you to go get your owner's manual because what they're telling you isn't what your owner's manual says. Well, your owner's manual is not written for Arizona. That's bull excrement. Your owner's manual's written written for every place that car can possibly be sold and driven. So the idea that it's not written for Arizona has never been true, and it isn't today. So just follow your owner's manual. You can get in your owner's manual, and there's a big chart there, and it says at 3,000 miles you're due for this, 6,000, 8,000, 10,000, 15, 20, 25, 30, all the way up. Just get in the habit of doing that. Just If you do that and you don't overheat your car and run it low on oil, your engine's going to last 200,000 miles at easy. My wife's car, 150. My truck, 160. Some of our shop cars, 200. 
We're not going to change the motors until they start smoking excessively or they start leaking oil profusely. <laughs> Those are the two reasons we have to change your engine is because it's just worn out. So 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break at the top of the hour. I think it's about four or five minutes long. And then we're going to come back and we're going to take calls. So if you'd like to join us, there's five lines open. Jeremy is running the show today. Gil is off. But Jeremy was my first director, my first board op, my first engineer. And he brought me to KKNT in Phoenix. And I've been grateful ever since. And Jeremy and I have a special bond because back then when I first started, there was some people on the air on many radio stations that were psychics and um, vitamin people and and people that had magic lotions that if you drank a special bottle of my stuff you would live to be 150 years old and those were some of the the radio programmings that him and I uh, listened to and we talked a lot about that and as a result of that Jeremy has hair down to his waist and um, he he never shaves and he looks like just one big hairball (laughs) walking down the road I He's wish not. I could grow that hair. <laughs> I wonder if I was going to get you to talk. <laughs> I have to defend my bald head. Oh, gosh. So anyway, in, in, in the radio, you have those. I don't have any axe to grind. I, we have a beautiful business. we got kids in our business. Renee and I have been married 47, 48 years. I never remember. She'll always correct me anyway. I could say 38, and she could do it. Okay, Tim and Mesa, is that what it is? Ken, Ken and Mesa. Good, good. What's up? Uh, I have a weird problem. I live out in the country, and I have little varmints that like to go and put nests inside my engine, and then they love to chew on the wires. Mm -hmm. Is there anything I can do to prevent that? Uh, Well, the most extreme thing that you can do (laughs) is you buy some wire screen, and you park your car on top of the wire screen. And then you take a cord from an electrical socket that has two wires, and you attach one to the car and one to the screen. And when the varmint reaches up and his back feet are on the screen, <laughs> and then you're laughing, I'm telling you, this is guaranteed to fix the varmint problem. You're going to have oh, a little bit sure. of a little bit of smoke and a little bit of of burnt meat to smell. <laughs> but when now I got to paint this picture for everybody else. The varmint's standing on the metal screen. And he reaches up and touches the car. And when he does, God hits the the varmint with lightning, takes his life immediately. It pops the fuse in your house, in your garage. And that tells you that you just caught a varmint. But there's a lot of other things. There's some sprays that you can use and all that kind of stuff. But us old cowboys... It's the wire, park it on top. But you also have to remember in the morning to unplug it before you get in. Yeah, that, that I can say. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because I put bait around, the, you know, the house and stuff, Yeah. you know, to try and control them. But, you know, come it's spring just, or fall, they, they go make mess. And, and, it's, and it's because it's warm. The motor compartment yeah. is warm, and we're starting to cool off, and it happens in Payson and everywhere else. But anyway, Ken, thank you for calling. Thank you for for making me laugh, and, and I enjoyed your call. And the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five lines. Jeremy will say hi, and you tell him your name. We'll be back. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.